Welcome to Machine Learning, The Way the World Works. I want to talk about Easter and um, particularly a event that was that caught my attention. I was thinking about quite a bit and that was uh, the account is given in Mark 6. It says um, this is shortly after Jesus had fed the 5,000. He went to a mountain uh, to pray and the evening came and he could see from the shoreline that his apostles were in a ship in the midst of the sea and uh, he saw them, he could see them toiling uh, in rowing and it says for the wind was contrary unto them. So they, they were really working hard to get to to the shore it had been in the fourth watch of the night and then it said that he came walking on the sea and they supposed that he was the spirit and cried out uh, for they all saw him and they were troubled and immediately he talked with them and said unto them be of good cheer it is I be not afraid I, I think it's just a, a great example of his ability to save they're almost like a father you know who he sees his children somewhat lost or maybe bewildered or confused and he arrives on the scene and and uh, maybe at first they they they're they might be afraid because they don't recognize him approaching uh who he is but you know he would call out to them and let them know that he uh is a father and comfort them and help them uh, get their bearing. I know a man, good friend of our family, and his kids are always going places. They they were they were just incredible people, and uh, even as young adults, they could get themselves from one place to another just on their own, just through people they knew and 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 they would get get rides there and be able to uh have lodging and food and so forth and the father just taught him how to be really self-reliant and to have good bearing and i remember my father one time um my brother and i had decided we would go out um and just visit some of the parks national parks in utah and i think we were down in bryce or zions and and I was driving along in, oh, I think my parents' car with my brother. And all of a sudden, I looked to the left, my right. No, it would be my left. And I could see my dad there. And I was, we were just shocked. I mean, because we were out in the middle of nowhere. And we didn't think that he would ever find us. But um, <clears throat> my mother had sent him with some things for us and he he found us out in uh i think it was filer or yeah filer filer utah or her um no it wasn't filer it was uh, it was just outside of of uh zion's park and and i asked him i said what 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 why he was there and 
he said my mother had sent some items for us and she had been concerned and my father found us out in southern Utah and and then he drove off and went home and and both myself and my brother were left to be in amazement that he was able to find us and I, I I liken that to the way Christ is too is that he he could see his apostles his disciples that they were struggling and then he approached them and and as the savior of the world he provided that that comfort that strength and I feel like that if we think of a Christ as this, like a a source of strength in our life we're we're often like that in the fourth watch and you know things are hard and the economies are bad and you know the dollars in demise and inflation is raging and national debt is extremely high and we feel like you know we're 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 trying to work to make money but it's uh it's we're struggling we're struggling to go against the current and uh you know the wind is in in not in our favor and it's at those times we we seek pray to the lord that he will help us and you know i think that he does help us he does strengthen us you know maybe our our we can't change the conditions which we are faced with in the 21st century as we see more money moving to the top so fast and the middle class being destroyed we we were left to to you know wonder if we're strong enough to make it through this this trial and um i i i feel like that the lord is with us that he um he does not underestimate our situation he does not um ignore our circumstances or the trials that we're facing our anxieties our uh, depressions are our, our trials of faith he doesn't ignore those things he considers the bigger picture of how our strength might be an influence and a help to others maybe our strength is to heal uh, those who are sick uh, heal those who could need relief and are praying for relief and would desire that miracle and are waiting to have someone with that gift and seek that person with the gift of healing that they might receive that gift. Um, I don't feel like the Lord is intended to intentionally burdens us with infirmities, never to provide relief uh, just for our own strengthening. But he does consider multiple paths. Uh, one, if we don't have faith to be healed or uh, there isn't someone with the gift of healing to heal us, that we endure our cross well and we receive the eternal gifts for those that endurance um, in one case. In another case, I feel that if there's faith, uh, either in the giver of the healing or the receiver, that that healing can happen and it can be freely given and that person will be healed and I've seen that happen in my life through the power of the priesthood. Um, and other times that 
it's not the will of the Lord that that person be healed, that there are some reason that they need to have that experience and that that experience will help others. But I always think that it's for the the good. And one th- condition I was thinking is that, you know, we're, we live in a time where the adversary rages, he gets stronger, he has been putting plans in for a long time, and it, and it seems that these large corporate gods cannot be stopped. They've consolidated their power. They've amassed great wealth at the expense of, of people, almost in the form of slavery. And and then they have kept that, that wealth uh, that they have taken, uh, in some cases, by force. In other cases, they have exploited the, the working class to get what they want. And they're using that in a time when mankind needs to have generosity. Instead, they're creating exclusiveness and scarcity and, um, and division. And we've seen that in the Book of Mormon when there's chisms and divisions that occur that it creates warfare. And so there's lots of, of uh, tensions in the world. We see Ukraine where it's causing the price of oil to go up. And as oil goes up, uh, it makes our cost of living go up. We see uh, inflation where government spending has drove inflation high and and it's causing us to have less buying power, so our food is more expensive, our services are more expensive, our utilities and commodities are more expensive. And we, we, we were wondering, how can we be strong enough in this time to endure? And I, I think of the time where Christ was on the ship, and he was asleep. And even though the, the storm raged around him, and I'm sure the adversary created that storm, um, but, you know, I don't know. There was no evidence that said he did, but he has a lot of power. And he, the Savior just slept. Nothing that could, the elements could throw at him disturbed him. The, he was confident of who he was. And he was helping his disciples to have faith and to work hard and to see if they believed and trusted in him that he would not they would not perish and they would stay true to him and there were many who when he claimed to be the messiah when he testified to be the messiah not claimed he testified that he was the messiah that came down from heaven that they departed they could not they accepted that he was a great prophet that he could perform miracles that no man could perform at that time. And yet they turned because of the traditions, tradition, like Fiddler on the Roof. They turned because of their tradition. Their traditions were their God, and their law was their God. And to have God in the flesh, the Messiah among them, was too much. And they wanted and expect a Messiah to come and on a horse and, a, and come with a legions and armies to defeat their uh, enemies. Instead, the M- Messiah came as a humble servant, a prophet, and taught the law in a peaceful way of living his gospel that was not driven by the sword, was not driven by bloodshed, but was driven by mercy and compassion and love and 
forgiveness. And that was such a powerful force moving through the world. And there are many cases in the world where peace was being established prior to Christ and Buddhism. It came during a time when there was war and Buddhism came to bring peace to the people to deal with the turmoil of war and chaos in their lands. And so there are beginnings of his gospel in many cultures that sought peace and teachers among them that sought peace. Even in Europe, there are the the um, uh, Renaissance and the enlightening and the and the Reformation was creating a new way of thinking about God and about religion, and that was opening the way for the Puritans to come to America and establish a land of inheritance. These things all pointed to Christ. Christ is the great uh, peacemaker. He is uh, the peace giver, and he brings strength. And so I feel like his his um, sleeping on the ship was to give the, his disciples an opportunity to dig deep inside of them and find courage because they would need that courage later. They would need that courage to endure persecution of being a Christian to uh, to resist the the uh, martyrdoms that would occur and be able to endure their cross. Uh, many of the apostles died very poor deaths or hard deaths, you know, painful deaths um, at the, become Christian. And, and yet they led the missionary work to teach in the seven churches and establish a church of Christ in the ancient religion. And then eventually... Um, all the apostles were killed and the prophets were killed and and then the priesthood was lost from the earth and the great apostasy set in. And for 1,500 years, there was no, there was no priesthood on the earth, authority to act in God's name. And then in 1820, uh, through the first vision and then the organization of the church, Jesus came and restored back his gospel and his priesthood to the prophet Joseph Smith. And it's just such a beautiful story when you consider that even in the early part of the church that the um, good fruit was killed off, but yet the branch seems to continue on. The tree continues on until the great... uh, the great restoration occurs and now we have a a great gathering of Israel in the last days Uh, and so there's a strengthening again Christ is at that ship and he sleeps peacefully in the storm and it we you know if we cry out to him carest thou that we perish you know he may say to us oh ye of little faith you know don't we have faith that he will come again? Don't we have faith that he will build his kingdom on earth? Don't we have faith that he is already planned for this time of scarcity and 
great evil that seems to spread over the world, don't we have faith that he has a plan and will preserve us uh, against the time when there will be wars and rumors of wars? And if we our hearts fail us, then we must not have faith and we must not love the Lord because if we love the Lord, we trust him. And if we trust him, we have faith that he will not uh, allow us to be destroyed. Now, will we face adversity? Yes, we'll face adversity, just like the, his apostles and disciples faced great adversity. Will we die in the cause? I don't know, but it's possible. There are many of the early Christians that died uh, in defense of what they believed. But death isn't the worst thing. Uh, the worst thing is to deny what we know is true, and that's the worst thing that could happen.